Hey guys, it's Mio here, your host for Hot Issue, What's for Lunch? Hot Issue is a show under Act Now Community Mobile App where we dive deep into community issues happening around us with our invited guests representing their respective professions. Now, for today, what are we having for lunch? Let's find out. A very good afternoon, folks. Happy. Um, let me check my calendar today. It is actually Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to everyone. Selamat tengah hari. Diucapkan kepada anda semua. Thank you so much for coming back and watching our awesome Act Now show. What's for lunch? My name is Mio Adlan and I will be here together with you every single working day from Monday to Friday at 12pm. So, hope you guys are actually having a good day so far. Hope you guys are having a productive day of the week. It is in the middle of the week. It is neither Monday, neither it is Friday yet. So, you know, you kind of like have that feeling where yeah, it's the middle of the week. Weekend is nearby, but I just started working. But yeah, I do hope, we at that now do hope that you guys are having a very prosperous and great day and looking forward throughout the whole week. All right, we're back uh, on uh, Act Now, where we cover all of the latest issues, whatever it is that's happening in our beloved country of Malaysia. Isu apa yang panas, isu apa yang hot, isu apa yang awesome. And of course, I am not doing this alone. I'm together with my partner in crime. Tak elok lah cakap crime kan, macam jahat juga orang dia. Tapi walaupun buka dia, macam gangster. Tapi dia sangat lembut hati dia. A very nice man, a very cool man in the name of Melvin. La Melvin appear. There you are. Hi Melvin. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm Actually, doing you're... good. You miss me giving your introduction like this, right? I mean for the past two weeks, nobody no, seen... has been giving yeah. you such introduction, right? Yes. Can I request drum roll tomorrow from tomorrow onwards? You want drum roll? I give you drum roll. Just for Melvin Lam, tak ada hal. I got you sorted, brother. It is definitely something that we can do here. So, uh, how, how have you been? How has your Monday, uh, how has your morning been? Has it been productive? Ataupun you macam lazy je, duduk rumah je, tak buat apa-apa je? Uh, no, it's getting more excited because I have a good feeling that um, the, the office will be open soon. Mm. Uh, um, well, I came up with a report that the group said, yes, we should re- reopen our economy soon. Uh, and uh, we kind of, this is a fourth month, so June, July, August, September. Uh, yeah. I mean, how you feel? You'll be in the room for five days. This is your fifth day, right? In, in so-called isolated yourself. How you feel? You actually tell me yeah, this morning, uh... you're a bit tired. Your eyes, I mean, I'm not tired, so physically, mentally tired. I can see that yeah. from your eyes. Yeah, I, I'm just saying that I'm glad that the walls are strong and concrete enough because if not, my head would definitely be banging the wall like multiple times already. But let's not talk about my condition uh, because we want to talk about the nation's condition. That's what we are in for you today with Act Now. We want to talk about uh, what has been going on with Malaysia and the current situation uh, with the uh, COVID-19, obviously. And first topic that we want to bring to all of our viewers out there is actually a very serious topic uh, in regards of, uh, you know, COVID-19 and how the death rates are becoming a bit more stagnant and at a higher number at that. And what we want to highlight today is with the brought in cases. For your information, ladies and gentlemen, folks, uh, our viewers, brought in dead cases are 
cases where the victims, or should I say the people who got uh, COVID-19, who suffered by the COVID-19 virus, were unfortunately brought in dead uh, rather than getting uh, treated or getting their life support uh, done in a hospital. Unfortunately, they have died in their homes or on the streets mm-hmm. or whatnot. And the numbers have been quite staggering, Melvin. Yes. Uh, it's an average 10 to 20 people that brought in dates. Uh, and, and you know what? They actually, those uh, diseases has, have, um, they are tested positive, but they have not, uh, they were in categorized category one and two. And they do not display, so they display minor symptoms only, you know, like cold or fever. Um, and that's scary because uh, they never know they actually develop into category three or four eventually, you know. So, uh, mm. so like it's a silent killer. You thought it's a mark, okay, I can self-quarantine at home and all those things, but it's actually developed more to serious, more serious. And um, yeah, it might. Also, spread to your family or family members or your housemates, for the matter. Yeah, exactly. As what the uh, newspaper article that we're showing you right now, as of uh, Friday the thirteenth. I mean, that's actually a very uh, freaky date. As that, it was reported that two hundred seventy-seven fatalities was recorded uh, the day before, with a high record of ninety-six brought in dead cases. Uh, I have friends who who are in the health industry, who are doctors, who are nurses, working around in government hospitals uh, all around the Klein Valley specifically. And the stories that I hear from them that it is actually that. The number of uh, people that were brought in dead is actually at a very alarming rate. And, and as what you mentioned, they don't display any serious symptoms. They don't display any critical condition. They just unfortunately drop dead or they don't even realize that they have it and it is just gone like that. And it is a very unfortunate thing because they didn't even given the chance to fight this COVID-19 virus. I mean, if you're in level four or at level five, you're given, uh, you know, the life, um, uh, you'll be intubated, you'll be given life-supporting help at the hospital. But these guys, unfortunately, not even given a chance and it's very saddening, Novin. Yeah, it's true. Because um, that's why the authorities, are th- there's a call from the public that uh, to sit the Minister of Health Ministry to review its procedure for COVID-19 home quarantine patients. Uh-huh. You know, uh, I guess, I, I don't know, I have not heard anything from them yet, but I think they should renew what's the procedures. Uh, probably more frequent or daily visits to these uh, people or they ask, they ask them to check them because it's like a silent death you know Mm. uh, i have seen cases uh, i mean through the facebook people actually collapse on the roads and uh and this probably that they do not even know they have covid 19 i mean probably you know they could treat it i mean a mild cold or fever yeah this is go on but there's no so-called urgency or, or uh, alarming factor that tell them that oh, I have to go to the doctor and check myself. Yeah. Especially, I need, and, and, uh, and just to, yeah, sorry. Sorry, cases like more like I seen it in the posting, more elderly persons, because they take, treat it like, um, oh yeah, it's just a normal, I have my age, you know, I have probably a, a bit cold, a fever, slight fever. Uh, so they took it uh, lightly. That's right. That's what yeah, I, it I, is. I, it is. Yeah. 
it, no. it is very sad. And let me show you, let me actually share with you the current numbers. What was the latest numbers that were posted by uh, the Ministry of Health, uh, KKM, Kementerian Kesehatan Malaysia, as of yesterday, the 7th of September. Yeah. There were 311 cases of death related to COVID-19. And Selangor actually posted the highest number, which was 55. And there were 178 deaths uh, of men, 133 of women. Comorbidity was about 220 cases and 91 showed no comorbidity at all. And get this, as what we're talking about today, the brought in date cases of yesterday, I'm not talking about the day before or last mm. week, was 93. That is a very high number in the 93 cases that were brought in there. 218 died in the hospital. It is still, I mean, as much as we are happy right now that businesses are opening, you know, uh, SOPs are being loosened up, you know, you could actually go out, enjoy a meal and whatnot. But still, deaths are, death, uh, death cases are still happening at a quite high number, 311. It is just uh yeah it, it is very scary indeed now then yeah it's, it, we have 24 hours a day it's more than 10 persons uh 10 yeah it is more than 10 persons people dying every hour and uh I, that's why i have these mixed feelings yet i i like the economy to open up with a new sop straight sop mm. which i hope i pray everyone please follow but yet looking at every day the figure uh or uh, the death rates has been increased. Of course, uh, yesterday, uh, YBKJ says uh, some of these uh, numbers are backlog number mm. because uh, yeah, a lot of cases that, um, they have not the so-called they have not tested whether they died of the COVID nineteen or not. So it's quite a number of backlog, but it's still a high number. Uh, yeah, we need the economies to, to recover, and so the message I think is still is we have to take care of ourselves. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, you know, all that we can do as uh, citizens of Malaysia, you know, we, again, not, uh, again, daily, uh, day in and day out, we advocate the vaccination program. We urge people out there to make sure that they get themselves vaccinated because as per recorded, uh, unfortunately, a lot of these cases, death cases, are people who has not been vaccinated. They unfortunately have not completed their vaccination program. And that's one of the things, I mean, Report shows, cases show, statistic, uh, statistics show that, you know, when you get yourself fully vaccinated, God willing, um, you will not succumb to these kind of situations. Again, um, they might be cases, we're not saying that it's 100% guaranteed, but you're, you know, lowering down the risk of getting those serious conditions in stage four and five or even you know, be be you know, having 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 to to meet death if I may say so. Oh my God, this is such a heavy story. But again, we are pleading to all people out there to make sure that get yourself vaccinated. I, I'm getting a bit teary eyed here. We start off with a very, very, very hard topic, Melvin. But it is something that we have to talk about, right? Yes, we have. It's a it's a concern. I mean, we have to remind the listener, our viewers. Uh, I hope the viewers, the listener, also share this. Uh, what we feel, uh, agree with us, and share it to your friends. You know, to your family, to your friends. Um, it's a. It, it should be like uh, I mean, my my. Uh, my parents, when I mean the, the olden days, when you come up from the house, you go to school or you go to work, they will tell you, "Oh, please be careful. Uh, drive safe. Don't drive fast. 
I think it's the same thing now. We have to tell people who are out from the house, hey, be careful. Uh, don't go to too crowded areas. Stay, you know, stay safe. Uh, it could be repeat every day. I mean, um, but do not yeah. say that it means too long-winded. We want everyone to be good. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We want to make sure that everybody is in the same boat because we are in the same boat. We are in a huge, gigantic boat called Malaysia and we want everyone in this boat to be as safe as they possibly can to get all of the best uh, care as they possibly can get because we are satu keluarga, one family. Correct, right? <laughs> yes. No, only, not only Malaysia. I think uh, I remember this um, last two months, Prince Harry, uh, Mm. actually make a, a, which I agree where he actually make a statement anyone in the in the world in the group in the world that contacted why uh, positive affect us directly or indirectly you know yeah. uh, not just Malaysia let's say our neighboring country uh, as well because that's now the virus they don't need passport <laughs> they not, do not need quarantine <laughs> They really need someone at the immigration office to just like chop their passport. Like, okay, what's your name? My name is Virus COVID-19. Okay, here's your passport chop and get in. I know yeah. it doesn't work that way. Exactly. Yeah. They are free to travel, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. That's why we need to make sure that the people at the front line at the immigration office make sure that they stop all of this thing from coming into our country. Or even if they come, at least they are properly managed and you know, properly taken care of as much as possible oh yeah guys just a quick break from the show if you have not downloaded act now community mobile app on your mobile phone quickly do so because you can report any sort of community issues and we will highlight it to the local councils or relevant authorities it's all free and super user-friendly to make your reports let's improve our beloved neighborhood together and now let's get back to the show into our second topic which is about quarantine centers because the government has urged uh, to work with private sectors to set up more COVID-19 quarantine cases to facilitate foreign workers as well as those who are in the B40 group because like it or not at the end of the day right now it is a reality that quarantine centers the paid ones at least they're not yeah. cheap Melvin you have no idea how much paying. I'm actually paying for for this particular quarantine that I'm I might uh, that I'm in right now. I mean, I'm fortunate that somebody is actually putting up the bill on this, but the amount is quite heavy, you know, and not a lot of people can actually afford this kind of thing, Melvin. You say you have a, a a nice room for yourself. You have at least three meals by yourself. Everything is served, you know. They bring the food and ting tong. Then you open up the door. You know, nice foods are served. To you. I've been telling you too much about my quarantine place, now, Melvin. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what other room service they provide you. <laughs> All right, no, we don't want to go there. Stick to the topic. Stick to the topic, please. <laughs> so yeah, just our curiosity. Do they come and make your room every day? Oh no, no. Uh, nobody comes into my room. I don't get a change of towels. Whatever towels and amount of soap that I get, that's the amount that I'm going to be living with for the for the whole duration of my 14 days quarantine. So nobody oh, okay. comes into my room except for myself. Okay, okay. I was just wondering whether they clean up, make baits for you, all those, uh, all those pampering you, <laughs> cut you to bait. <laughs> Moving on to your point, please. Let's get away from my situation. Okay, all right. okay. <laughs> we need some fun elements. In a mm. in a dark topic, in a 
Yeah, you're having fun, definitely. Okay, let's talk about the B40s here, the foreigners here. Yeah. Let, let's talk about that. Let's give them the highlights. So what's going on, Mavi? What's your point? What's your take uh, on this uh, on this matter? Uh, yes, because the B40 group, that's probably, they they have a small, uh, they stay in a flat or a park, small apartments. Mm. With, you know? mm. So if one of the members uh, is tested positive and they have to home quarantine, I think it's very inconvenient. Uh, it's they need a, a room by themselves and uh, look at those industrial workers, those in the factories, they are staying mm. in dormitory. If yeah. that group, um, some of them have contacted positive, it's easily spread. That's why uh, the, the, the findings that among those um, factory workers or the B40 groups, the, sp the spread rates is faster. You know, getting from the inf uh, uh, infected workers, the colleagues, and all these things. So um, the government, or some state government, like Negeri Sembilan, they actually uh, in June nine, Negeri Sembilan um, has actually opened its first privately run COVID nineteen integrated quarantine and treatment center. So they turn into mm -hmm. a center that's like even a factory that's not used. They try to turn it into as a quarantine center uh, or something like that. You know, so that this affected uh, people first, uh, do not need to be, to send back to their own homes yeah yeah and, I, I have a i have a, a point on when you want to talk uh, you, you just mentioned yourself about the home quarantine i was given the opportunity to apply uh, and have a home quarantine uh, rather than having a hotel quarantine instead but the yeah. sops or should i say the requirements are very stringent it is very strict because the health ministry uh, the ones who are involved with the hso they want yeah. to know how many rooms you have in your house how many bathrooms you have in your house and do you even have access direct to that particular bathroom Room. who is living with you do you have any small kids at home what's the status of your partner your wife or your husband or whatnot these are the things that all being considered should you want to have a home quarantine even though i am fully vaccinated i got double dose already of astrazeneca but i could not actually have a home quarantine because i have a child uh, living at home together with my wife so that's definitely a deal breaker for uh, hso yeah. for kkm uh, to actually reject my application to have a home quarantine hence why i'm doing a hotel quarantine right now and again as mentioned i'm quite blessed but imagine for those who can't really afford even having to pay 150 ringgit a night for 13 nights for 14 days that's a huge chunk of change and we do know right now that in the current economy right now a lot of people are not actually working some of them are unemployed they have been you know fired from their jobs due to uh covid 19 situation and who can actually afford two three thousand ringgit just to pay for hotel bills hence why yes. i think this is something that the government and the private sectors need to look into and hand in hand help each other right that's that's true and then the government is actually doing something they uh, sit public uh don uh donations or from corporates and they allow them to have this as a tax deductions in the annual uh, finance, I mean, uh, uh, income tax, you know? Mm. So uh, they're uh, putting, uh, government is doing something. Uh, of course, uh, we hope the, they hope the corporate citi uh, uh, citizens uh, and uh, the rich can also do their part. So they incentivize by having this amount being uh, tax deductible. And uh, yeah. something and, and, like to, yeah. uh, and Nestle, I, I like to also, uh, Nestle has actually has a, has a good corporate CSR. 
uh, they actually launched Nestle Quarantine Transit Stations uh, in Picasso's hotel uh, to, to ease the burdens of the healthcare facilities uh, in Sharam and nearby areas. And actually, Nestle mm. is actually footing the bill. The cost of the facilities will be fully borne by Nestle, uh, offered to the B40 groups, of course, to the employees and to the B40 group. So this is mm -hmm. a very good yeah. uh, initiative, and I hope more big companies uh, will also follow the same. Yeah, I mean, with this kind of action, I mean, we can't do anything but applaud Nestle for whatever they're doing. They're really taking care of their employees because they know for a fact that their business, even though they're a huge conglomerate, they're an international company, they cannot function without having their own employees around because they, like it or not, they need employees, they need people to run their business as well. So kudos to uh, Nestle in taking care of your own, in taking care of your own employees and making sure that they're getting all the benefits that they can get in this very trying times here in Malaysia. And I believe there are plenty more of other companies out there. It's just the fact that they're not being mentioned in the press, they're not being mentioned in the media. But I honestly believe there are many, many more companies out there who are doing the same thing as well, who are uh, treating right. their employees very, very well, giving all of this extra, uh, you know, help when they possibly can, right? I, I believe I there are people so. like this outside more there, right? I hope so, because um, they have to understand um, the people they employ is the one who make them, who actually build the company, they make the company better. So you have to take care of your own staff. You know, um, I hope this is something, a wake up call uh, in all sectors that employ mass, uh, so-called a lot of, of uh, like uh, factories or in the construction sector. Please take care of them. They're the one who built your empire, you know, uh, yeah. a lot actually wants to profitize from them you know, give them that kind of um, accommodation that is not uh, hygienic and all these things so give them because these are the one that say you build your empire these are soldiers that you need to take care so they they, they will fight for you so i hope that this yeah. uh, policies applies in all sectors from now yeah exactly that's what we wish for that's what we actually hope for for you know we we want more collaboration to be done between the government as well as the private sectors i know that both parties are are suffering right now you know lack of income and lack of uh lack of source of uh you know getting getting their 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 books done properly because of the shortages or whatnot but at the end yeah. of the day it's all about humanity it's all about the people and trying to do the best that we can in helping each other done with topic two we with the two major topics that we have but yeah we are not actually done yet for today's episode because why there are still a couple of things that we want to that we want to talk about apa yang kita nak bincangkan apa yang kita nak lontarkan kepada anda skemanya bunyi saya sebenarnya bila saya cakap bahasa Melayu but it is all about just sharing uh, with you guys what are the uh, latest stories out there and Melvin yeah. you boleh pergi tengok wayang dah Melvin you dah boleh pergi tengok wayang to tell you the truth for the last few years uh, at least at least three years i not stepped into a theater before <laughs> at least three years, at least or, three years. yeah but but yeah. it has been announced by the government as well as by our prime minister that the industry uh the entertainment industry to reopen for fully vaccinated people under the nrp's phase one 
from uh. Thursday 9th of September. And we're not just talking about cinemas, we're talking about the creative industry. People who, yes. you know, do films, they do commercials, they do TV shows, uh, they do uh, singing, they, they, they do shows and whatnot. People are able to get back to it, granted with SOPs, but they are able to open up business and get going. Good news, right? Yeah, good news. I think uh, Ewan's, uh, the live performance, uh, like uh, they think the lounges in a hotel can open, you know. In mm. um, there, of course, there are certain different level of capacity. I mean, cinema, they only allow maximum 50, 50% capacity. Uh, broadcast live studios, 30% capacity. Uh, indoor basking hotel lounges, 50% capacity. So this is the SOP, the new SOP. Uh, I hope mm. the operator need to follow strictly. Uh, I'm actually quite skeptical because, uh, especially those lounges, after a few drinks, everyone seems to agree with each other. <laughs> you know, which happens. I know. Uh, when spoken you, when from you, experience, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> probably from experience. <laughs> just drink. Probably you are a meter away. After the few drinks, you are three mm away. <laughs> <laughs> So, I hope that um, those please, uh, patrons going in, please pay attention. If the operator see you too close to each other, I hope the, the operator just step in and tell them, uh, dear sir, madam, you are you're getting too comfort. <laughs> you're taking too close, yeah. too comfort. Please have a no, one. Get, this is, <laughs> exactly. This is, what, this is what we're trying to live with right now, Marvin. I mean, like, as much privilege or as much... Uh, loosening up of the SOPs uh, the government is trying to give right now. We know for a fact that in the next few days when these things are open, you're going to hear people, you know, getting too close to each other, you know, hugging each other. You know, like, like you said, from, from personal experience yourself, it is quite hard when you're already under the influence and you're having such a good time. You tend to forget uh, the, yeah. the, the uh, SOPs that's happening. But we do hope that this is actually just a start. You know, I mean, people out there, we're just, we, we want to remind you guys that this is what we're trying to do. Even though that we can't get back to normal instantaneously, like 100% of how it was before. But at least slowly, we're getting there. All you guys need to do is persevere and just follow. If you want to have a good time, you still can have a good time. But with proper, proper control of yourself. I don't know how you're going to do that when you're under the influence, but yeah. I'd like to suggest, I hope mm. the, the Prime Minister or the, the new chairman of the NRP, Ben Sri listens to this. We should have posters, let's say in the cinema before the show starts, have to have these uh, uh, posters telling people do not of the new SOP. In the lounges mm. or in the, in, in, the, in the restaurants, they must put out posters in the hall or in the entrance, yeah. straight SOP have to be observed. And yeah. no hugging, no kissing, no, no, you know, all these things. So that it's a last minute, uh, so-called reminder before everyone mm. step in. Yeah. That, that's what uh, Malaysians are famous for. We always need to be reminded every single day, every single moment, every single minute, actually. We always need to be reminded because it never really sinks in. That's why you need a, uh, uh, a figure, uh, I mean, like uh, uh, an imaginary hammer just to knock that yeah, in your head as deep as you possibly can. 
Kalau you ketuk my head sakit sikit lah. Kalau ketuk rambut, kalau you okay sebab you ada rambut. I macam sakit sikit. Okay, that's about the entertainment industry being fully yeah. open uh, very, very soon, which is tomorrow. But another one that we want to also point out is the fact that uh, malls and, and, and other business places are actually able to open departmental stores, your shopping malls uh, in phase one specifically is all about coming back to work for the workers for the people who work in uh, shopping malls and it's definitely something uh, of a new norm for them because it's been a while since uh, malls are fully uh, oper- in operational and it is um, sort of like a good thing already that people are able to you know have that source of income already and and coming back to a little bit of normality moving forward melvin good news yeah yeah i hope so it should be fast i i think uh, last two was it two days ago Uh, I went back to the office. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not too far away from my house. Uh, I just there to clean up because I'm, I have this anticipate uh, that it will soon reopen. Because most, like, most of my colleagues are, in fact, all my colleagues, we are not a big office, uh, all have been fully vaccinated. Mm. You know? So those admins office, uh, probably I hope the government allow us to open. Uh, The groups have been calling even like shopping mall. I mean, now the theaters. Let's say, for instance, the mega mall. They have theaters allowed to open. The 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 lounges there allowed to open. The restaurant there allowed to open. It just which also allowed the fashion yeah. retails, uh, leisure uh, retailers to open up. Probably with the SOP, they say yes. The shop only 30% capacity. You know, like likewise, like the cinema hall, 50% capacity. Mm. Uh, and it's good. Probably they had to sit separately. Even you come in a couple, I I, I yeah. imagine that I allow you come buy two tickets. Yes, it will be a separate in between a seat. You just hold hands, love. Yeah. You know, you want to do all the dating. It's like that, right? It's like so far away. You have to hold hand like that. Like you cannot. I mean, like imagine going dating in today's day and time. You know, the teenagers. You know, the college kids. Hey, I want to bring you. I want to go dating. Like, let's go watch a movie. Then you're gonna be like holding hands like that, like so far away. But that's how life is right now. That's how yeah. the world works right now. Because, and and people need to respect that. Yeah, you know, like in cinema hall, for last for the few hours, you ought to be sitting concealed in the aircon room. Imagine if yeah. I would get this for fear. If someone at one any corner sneezed. I think you're going to be super paranoid, way. See this? I, if, I, if I, like I would probably, probably the one who, who would probably drop to the floor. <laughs> you know exactly. You're You'll be like sitting there trying to watch Avengers or whatnot, and then suddenly like, achu, go go coughing. You're going to go like, what the heck is going on? No, no. You're going to be like super paranoid. But yeah, that's that's the norm, Melvin. That is definitely the norm. But we do hope that slowly. Uh, aircon, yeah, aircon room is a it's cold in a theater room. Insist the uh, them to wear the mask as well. Yeah, yeah. I think that should be the definitely. Be, I think the government should think all this. Yes, you are not there to eat or or or, or, or smoking or drinking. Yeah, you are washing two. Let's say one two hours, and you'll be there. Yeah. Have the mask on. Insist that they have the mask on because anyone can sneeze or they will have a running nose. Yeah. They might not have that, uh, but people will get panic. <laughs> Melvin, for the yeah. seven-hour total flight from Kuala Lumpur to Tokyo, I had my mask on fully, as well as other passengers as well, because yeah, we're in you. a close, confined space, and it was actually a mandatory. Uh, it, it is not. I mean, like obviously, I would worry, but it is also a mandatory thing 
that the airlines kept on reminding that making sure that you have your mask on apart when you're eating or drinking you always need to have your mask on it is the new norm like it or not we don't want to come to a point where we have to wear oxygen masks with tank behind like you know like all those scary sci-fi movies we don't want to do yes. that so just follow the SOPs that we currently have it will be better hopefully touch wood we will get better and yeah we've come to the end man wow a lot right. of things that we have to talk about today <laughs> eh? oh my god banyak gila benda nak cakap but it's definitely for all of our viewers information for all our viewers um you know um yeah they they need to know what's happening out there it is our responsibility to share with them all the hot issues Navin. yeah sure so i see you tomorrow all right so Have you tomorrow night. same time same place thank you so yes. much you take care bye bye you take care too all right All right, guys, uh, that's it for this uh, episode, for today's episode. Make sure you guys follow us uh, on Facebook uh, and make sure you guys actually download the uh, Act Now mobile community app as well because that app is wonderful. It gives you a lot of capabilities. It gives you the opportunity to actually launch a report within your area, whatever that ha- what is happening. And also make sure you guys follow us on Spotify as well as Apple uh, Music for our latest issues of podcast. Mio Adlan here, signing out. Hope to see you guys again tomorrow. Take care. Happy lunching. Goodbye. That's it, guys, for today's episode. Don't forget to watch us live on Facebook at Act Now Trooper English every Monday to Friday at 12pm. Or listen to our podcast on Spotify and iTunes. Stay tuned for the next episode. Bye!